one two one two one two one two welcome everybody to jeff versus the world this is your boy jeff and this is episode number eight this week in wrestling news it is official this fall aew will be on tnt and that got me to thinking and i wanted to just let my thoughts off for y'all to hear and I'm just really excited what I feel AEW will be bringing to the table. I feel this is what we needed as far as just another alternative of wrestling on a big cable station. Just like the Monday Night Wars of WCW, WWF, WWE. And I know right now this is not a war. This is AEW just saying, hey, we are an alternative. But what's great about this is I feel that AEW will make WWE TV as far as Raw and SmackDown feel uncomfortable, get uncomfortable. Especially Raw. Uh, maybe for the last three weeks, maybe four weeks, and it may be longer than that. Raw has become background noise. It's on, but I'm not really paying attention. Other things are going on because it's the same format. I know somebody's going to come out at the beginning of the show, talk for maybe 15 minutes. We'll have our matches. Well, we'll have a match within that match. We'll probably have two to three commercials. And then it goes cycle goes over and over. Somebody talks backstage match on and on and on and on and on again. And we get a lot of advertisements. And I feel that this is going on for years and years and years and years with WWE. And they could do that because they really had. No challenger, no one to say, hey, change, do something different. I feel with AEW coming in now, we will get that. WWE has to get out its own way. And when I say get out its own way, Vince McMahon has to get out the way. I think that if you're uh, heavy into NXT, you see what Triple H is bringing to the table. You see what Raw and SmackDown can be. NXT is doing wonderful things. Things are different. When you turn on NXT, it definitely will not be like Raw. The only thing that's the same is you're going to have people that's wrestling in the ring. But this, this thing of uh, Kevin Dunn and Vince McMahon just doing recycling the same old thing over and over and over again has just had fans tuning out. That's just the reality of it. Fans have been tuning out for years now. Now, your diehards, which I consider myself, I guess I am a diehard. I'm still watching, but it's become background noise. Raw is three hours. Within that three hours, I'll probably pay attention maybe one hour. The second hour is I'm either on Twitter or 
I'm trying to find something on a TV or and then the third hour I'm 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 completely tuned out. I probably turned it off. Like I'll watch the last hour tomorrow or the next day. Or I'll just keep up with it by Twitter. Cody, Young Bucks, Omega, I feel will bring something fresh to the table. Something that a audience has been craving for for a while. This has to change WWE's way of thinking. Now, I'm not just saying, oh, well, let's pay this talent this amount of money so they don't go to AEW. I'm talking about this has to change WWE's just whole structure as far as TV. Because I guarantee you, if you were to look at something that 2009, any Raw from 2009, it's the same format as 2019. And again, they can do that because there's no one to challenge them. There was no one to say, hey, change, do something different. But now, with potentially, I'm guessing that AEW will be, their show will be on Wednesday night. And you and they would have, be able to have those eyes on them easier than it would be them trying to challenge on a Tuesday or, well, no, I take that back on a Monday or a Friday because SmackDown will be moving to Friday. And we know AEW cannot be coming on on a Tuesday on TNT because that's basketball night for TNT. But so, you know, the word around town is that it will be Wednesday. I guess we'll see when they announced that but anyway AEW being able to you know showcase their show on a Wednesday night maybe some people will watch you know NXT uh, later on you know put that to the back and say hey I'm gonna watch AEW right now but that's gonna be great because there's nobody in their way to say hey watch us other than whatever else comes on TV what other people watch but for wrestling fans I think it's gonna be a good 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 situation because once a couple of people see it word of mouth is going to start happening hey you should check out AEW it's different there's no way I'm going to believe that AEW is going to come out and have the same format as WWE they can't they'll be dead before they even get going so we already know those guys think out the box they think different so we can expect a different type of wrestling show than we, what we've been seeing for, let's just say, the last, I'm being nice, 15 years. Because after a while, that gets old. And again, people are tuning out. People are finding different ways of watching Raw. People will record it, DVR it. And just skim through it the next day. People will go to Hulu. People will watch it just, to, you know, whatever they put up on YouTube or whatever they may put up on Facebook or whatever they may put up on Twitter. People are finding shorter ways to watch it because let's be honest, three hours is too damn long. It's not a pay-per-view. But WWE felt like, hey, we're in a position where you, you guys are going to watch. Because we're the only game in town. What else are you going to watch? Yeah, you can go to watch New Japan. Sure. 
But how many fans are really watching New, New Japan that are diehard WWE fans? I'm sure there's a good percentage. But it's not, I don't think it's a heavy percentage. I don't think it's a lot. Sure, you can go try to find Ring of Honor somewhere, whatever Ring of whatever Ring you go. I guess you could watch it on the Fight Network, Fight uh, Network, or the Fight uh, app. So yeah, you could watch Ring of Honor, and don't even get me started with Impact. I don't even know where the hell you watch. I don't even know if it's Twitch or whatever station they had went to. See these companies didn't get the opportunity or things didn't work out where they couldn't get on a, a great a great station. TNT is great because they were that station that did half wrestling. WCW. We all know. We all know about the Monday Night Wars. We all know the back and forth with WWE, WCW. And I'm not expecting that. That's not what I'm expecting. But what I am expecting is, again, it's for WWE to get uncomfortable because this is long overdue. WWE has gotten in the position where they felt we don't have to make stars anymore. We don't have to make superstars because you know what? It's brand over superstars. We're pushing the brand now. That's what matters now, the brand. And now, with SmackDown moving to Fox, who is going to be your superstars to push other than Roman Reigns? Who, what type of superstars have you made? There's no way that a person like Finn Balor, or Balor, however you say it, shouldn't be a superstar right now. But you know what WWE does? They do 50-50 booking. So now, in the eyes of many fans, you don't see Finn in that top position because you've seen him going back and forth with Baron Corbin. Think how much bigger a person like Kevin Owens would be without 50-50 booking. Think how these positions that these other wrestlers, especially a lot of your mid-card wrestlers could be in with this happening, with this move with SmackDown, with this move to SmackDown happening on Fox. If you weren't in the position of the 50-50 booking, things would be a lot different. You would have these stars on the cusp of being superstars. WWE has to get out their own way. They have to get out their own way because if not, it's not going to be good for them. The numbers are going to stay the same. And hey, maybe that's okay with them. They have their big, big money deal with the Saudis. They get they're getting paid in other means, and maybe TV ratings don't mean anything to them anymore. Maybe they just don't care about that. Maybe that's just like an afterthought, because in their mind, what they're thinking is, you guys are still going to watch. It doesn't matter what I do. It doesn't matter who we bury. It doesn't matter who we hire. It doesn't matter who we fire. It doesn't matter matter what script we write. You guys are going to watch. But the reality is, slowly but surely, people have been stopping to watch. They're not watching. They're tuning out. They're doing other things. 
push somebody, push these guys. Should have get off the pot. When you got a guy like Finn or uh, uh, AJ, well, AJ's been pushed pretty good, I guess you could say. But when you got these mid-card guys stuck in a position where everybody's the same, that's not good. When we all saw the come up of Edge, we knew we could see it. We could feel it. We knew he was about to be the next one. And then you know what happened? He cashed in, beat Cena, and then it was off to the races. Stone Cold, you saw it. You knew it. You saw the rise. You felt it. He was pushed. Even with losses to Bret Hart or uh, maybe Savio, Savio Vega, you still knew it. He was coming because it, it, the momentum was happening. But you don't get momentum with a lot of these mid-card guys now because Vince says, hey, it's the brand. It's the brand that keeps them coming back. Or maybe he doesn't want to be put in a situation again where his stars start leaving or his stars start getting egos. You know, take their ball home or whatever it may be. I can't say exactly why it happened. I can guess. I can give a lot of reasons, but I know that way of thinking has to change now. Because if a guy like Kenny Omega can get on TNT and the promotion is great with AEW and he becomes a household name, then what do you do, WWE? Because you know you you've been throwing your eggs and throwing your eggs in with Roman Reigns, pushing and pushing. And don't get me wrong, I'm not a Roman Reigns hater. I have no issue with Roman Reigns. But what Vince wants, or the reaction that he wants to hear from fans from Roman is not happening. You can get mid-card guys to get sometimes come out and get a better reaction because the fans like them for whatever reasons they may be. But again, you'll put the thumb down on the mid-card guys and say, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. Let's get this back. You win, I win. You win, I win. Push somebody. Take a chance. Get out your own way. I think a guy like Sami Zayn is awesome. He may not be for everybody. And I'm not saying he's the next big thing. But what I am saying is he can be a star on either show if you would just push him the way. Yes, I know. Hey, money, he's on TV. You should be happy. What I'm saying is seriously, a serious uh, contender for a title where nobody's going to say, oh, well, we know he's not going to win. Because he's awesome in the ring. He can sail. He can work. Just think if WWE would have got out of its own way with Daniel Bryan. They fought that. They fought Daniel Bryan with everything they had because Vince didn't want that to happen. But it, it, to a certain point, he had to let it go and just go with it. But he fought, kicking and screaming. He did not want him to be in that position. 
but he made money. He's making more money for him now. So just think about those other guys on the roster. A guy like Luke Harper. Fence, you're not doing anything with him. Let him go. No, we're not going to let you go. We're going to tack on a couple of more months, and you're going to stick, stay here with us. If you're not using them, why are you keeping them there? Some of these guys, I'm pretty sure, just creatively want something. It's not about the money. It's just going out there and working, building your character. A guy like Bray Wyatt, who I think character is wonderful. I love what he's, Bray Wyatt has done with this character, with this new character. You're not sure where it's going, but with the reveal of the mask and everything, I think it's wonderful. But you know what I also think? I also think WWE will fuck it up. I think they will fuck it up. Sorry, excuse me for my language. But that's just the way I feel about that situation. I don't see or I don't feel that what they should do with the character will happen. And I'm I'm pretty sure that Bray Wyatt has been in communication with whoever. And he's he's working working with the situation or working with the character. But I just feel like WWE would just get in the way and just mess it all up. And then we're back to square one where people are really indifferent about Bray Wyatt. Because, yeah, it got to a point of that. Hell, I've heard people say sometimes they forget he was world champion. And it shouldn't be that way. A guy like Bray, you should be able to say, okay, we're going on Fox. Bray Wyatt, we can put you on Fox. You're about to be one of our superstars on Fox, where we showcase you. But we're at this point now of we're not sure because of this crazy way of booking now. And what leads me to talk about booking goes to the situation right now or a situation that just, uh, I guess, got out about AEW and Pac creatively, I guess, couldn't come to an understanding or an agreement about Saturday's match against Adam Page. Now, while I think people are overdoing it with the observation and ideas of why this happened, it's a it's a it's a young company. So these things are going to happen. And what they have to do is just learn from these and, you know, learn from these things that happen. And they came to an agreement where, hey, you know, we'll put the match out free. I'm not sure, you know, when it's going to come out or where it's going to come out. But, you know, they're going to put out the match because that's a match that was promoted from the fans. And maybe they can down the road can work together. I understand both sides. Pac, as the Dragon Gate champion, didn't feel he needed to lose because he's the champion of Dragon Gate. Understand that. AEW side maybe wanted page to win because he will be working there he did that's his company that's his home company so i understand both sides and i understand hey sometimes 
with the situation of how AEW is handling things right now, as far as talent, things like this may happen. Unfortunately, you know, well, not maybe unfortunately and fortunately, it got out and they're not treating they're not treating the fans like children. They have came out and said, hey, we'll have a replacement. Um, and this is the situation. And down the road, you know, hey, they left it wide. They left the situation open where they potentially can do work later down on, the, you know, later, later down, down the road. And that's wonderful. But those type of things going to happen again. I don't believe Pac was a contracted AEW wrestler. I believe he was coming in to wrestle that show and maybe some other shows. Because right now, his focus is Dragon Gate. But that's one thing WWE has to learn, too. And this is what I'm saying. Learning from each other is going to help each promotion out. Now, a situation like that, WWE might have handled in a horrible way because sometimes they do treat their fans like babies. WWE has a tendency to do that, but maybe from this, from what they saw, how AEW handled this, Hey, maybe we can start handling situations like that and not treating our fans like little kids or like, you know, not little kids, but like, 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 you know, just babies. Iron sharpens iron. I want AEW to succeed. I'm not like some of these people out here who will say they will have every negative thing in the book to say about AEW. And with the situation that happened with Pac, I'm pretty sure that just added fuel to their fire. But then on the other hand, too, these same people who claim and talk negative stuff about AEW will talk shit about WWE, too. So what makes you happy? What do you want to see? Sometimes I got to question it because it's just like, hey, I don't know what you want. You got a new company. Well, well, they doing this wrong. They doing that wrong. But shit, maybe you need to be working for one of the companies. I don't know. But I want each company to be pushed. I want the companies to be pushed and I want them to push the other companies to the, the, the your ring of honors and, and your impacts. Because it, once this you already have it as talent, you know, going out there trying to figure out who they want to work for and what talent and with the promotions, they're going out looking for talent. TV is copycat. So if TNT just got AEW, yeah, I think another I think another TV station will pick another wrestling. I, I yeah, I'll say that. Yeah, they'll pick up another wrestling because it's copycat. Somebody else is going to want a wrestling show. And you have other wrestling promotions out there. So I'm I'm 100% sure you may get a third. Maybe not this year, maybe next year. 
but I can see a, hey, well, Impact finally got on this channel, a channel that people can actually get, or Ring of Honor's finally got on this channel because it's copycat. Look at your superhero shows. You can find one on probably all the big stations, Sci-Fi, CW, Fox, NBC, ABC. Yeah, you can find them. So, yeah, I do believe you'll see a third wrestling promotion with another TV deal. Maybe not maybe not as big as USA and TNT, but, you know, somewhere where everybody is a known channel. Yeah, who knows? Maybe NWA. Again, I think it's just it's just great for everybody. I think that the the pressure, the pressure for AEW to, you know, succeed and fail each week to learn and grow and get better is going to be great. I think WWE will sit back and look and, hey, let's take this from them. Hey, let's take that from them. Hey, maybe we shouldn't open up Raw with the same old format. Let's do this. Because there's always a better way of doing, especially in wrestling. I really want y'all to think about that. Think about the last five years, or let's just think about the last six months. Ross probably started off the same way. Somebody coming out to talk. I don't care who it is. A McMahon, Reigns, uh, I don't care who it is. Somebody comes out and talk, sets up the match or a brawl, commercial, Next match happens, two or three commercials. It's the same thing. It has not changed. So some way, somehow, things have to get better on the WWE TV part. Because I think, personally, the network has been having some phenomenal shows. The World Collides. Um... The Ali doc they just had uh, last night, Saturday night. They're about to have the Becky Lynch one come on either tonight or tomorrow night. I'm not sure. Maybe after the pay-per-view or after Raw. I'm not sure. But that's that'll be coming on. You have NXT. You have the NXT UK. Like, and it's just mind-blowing that okay you have this side or you have this piece of WWE that does things different but then when you just get to TV and it's just like ugh what is, I've seen this I've seen this song and dance before and maybe it's USA maybe USA says hey we don't want to rock the boat just give us what you always give us but come on there has to be change and I do believe with AEW this fall, that change is going to happen. Because the worst thing that could happen to WWE is social media and 
AEW becoming a really big thing on social media because that's going to hit their ego. Oh, that's oh, that's going to really that's going to really make them be like, whoa, wait a minute. Because, hey, those guys say what you will about the Bucks, say how I feel, how you feel about Omega, say what you got to say about Cody. They kind of got this social media thing down pat. And in this era of wrestling in 2019, that's great. That's going to be great for them. That's good for them. I and mean, WWE does have it down. Don't get me wrong. But I just don't think at times WWE use it for their benefit to make things better. Yeah, it's cute. Or it was cute, you know, the back and forth for wrestlers on Twitter and Instagram or whatever. But now it's getting kind of old. Like, do what? what's something new that you can do with social media? And I just feel that at this time that WWE's been need to be, they really have to be pushed. They really have to be pushed because I would hate to see it get worse as far as people dropping off. And, I mean, I've talked to many people, and I'm talking to, like, lifelong wrestling fans. And I say, hey, did you see Raw? No, I stopped watching. You stopped watching Raw or did you stop watching? No, I just stopped watching completely. Wow. Can I ask, why did you stop watching? I just got tired of seeing the same old thing. They won't doing anything new. That's what I hear a lot. And, of course, you get your people to say, oh, you know, I I didn't like Cena or I don't like Reigns. And I'm just, you know, I will never understand how one one person gets you to stop watching something. But, hey, that's just me. But again, you know, these are the reasons why people just fall off, just stop watching. And I don't think I would ever actually stop watching because, again, like I said, you know, like I said in the previous one of the episodes I said before, I think it was a Sasha Banks episode I said, I don't live and die with WWE. There's New Japan for me. Uh, I can watch Ring of Honor. And I'm telling you something. And this is a shout out. If you get a chance, if you get a chance, if you have any time, please watch MLW. Uh, I've been watching the latest three shows, three or four shows on YouTube. And they're about an hour. 50 minutes somewhere around there and that is some good tv or excuse me that's a good wrestling show because it's on youtube now i'm not sure what uh channel it comes on on tv but i know you can watch the episodes on youtube and it's really good now i will say it's a lot of younger talent but they use everyone so well and it's an easy watch. So if I could stress to anybody out there that said, hey, you know, I'm looking for something different right now, go to YouTube, look up MLW or either MLW Fusion, and the episodes will be right there. And I'm telling you, it's a, it's a nice watch. It's an easy watch. It's nothing difficult you have to understand. They're not beating you overhead with um, silly storylines. It's easy. It's a great, good watch. And I've, I've become a fan of that show. And that's one of the shows I go to and watch. Um, 
But back to my original topic and to close it all out. I'm excited for AEW in the fall. I'm excited for the things that I think and hope it will do for the wrestling business in the whole. I really do hope that WWE does change and get out its own way and just starts to say, hey, we have to be different. We can't keep doing this. It's 2019. And again, please, somebody do it. Somebody tell me if I'm wrong. Go to 2009 Raw, any Raw, I don't care which episode, and tell me if it is not the same format. Yes, it's three. I'm pretty sure. I'm not sure if it was three hours in 2009 or not. Maybe it was two. I don't know. But I'm I'm guaranteed that opener is the same. The way this show opens is the same. They have to be different. They have to get with 2019. They have to start pushing stars to make superstars, to make people want to tune in to Fox and say, hey, I want to see that guy. I want to go see Bray Wyatt on Fox. I want to go see Bray Wyatt on Raw or whatever it may be. Because now you're in a position where you're trying to make stars for your move. And it should have already been like this. A wild card? <laughs> a wild card. That's where we're at now. A wild card. By the time the move comes to the, the time to move to Fox, you might as well just say, hey, it's, it's, it's the wild, wild west. You do what you want to do. But it wouldn't have to be like this if years and years and years ago, and I'm going to say, hey, right now I'll just say, Three or four years ago, five years ago, if you were just making stars, forget the 50-50 booking. If I'm bringing somebody up from NXT, I'm, let, let's see what they got. Let's see what they can do. I, Vince McMahon, you may particularly not care for this person. You may not particularly care for a person like, uh, I don't know, anybody, anybody who's came up from NXT. Okay, let's take Ricochet. You may not particularly be your type of wrestler. You may not like him, Vince, but there's something in this guy. Let him go out there and do what he do. Let us let us as creative go and book him strong. Let's push him. And when I say push, I'm not saying let's put the world title on him. Because it was a time that you could have somebody with the Intercontinental title and they would be just as big. The fans would respond and erupt for the Intercontinental champion. Or for that mid Carter. Because they were looked at as if, hey, they're on the cusp of being that next star or being that next big superstar or being that next world champion. You can do that and everything will be okay. Bring back jobbers. You don't need a guy like Apollo Crews jobbing out all the time. Push him somewhat to the point of when he gets in the ring, with another mid Carter, you can say, hey, I'm not sure who's going to win this match. But when you see Apollo Crews get in the ring and he's about to go against uh, Baron Corbin, you already know Baron Corbin's going to win the match. 
when you see Dana Brooke get in the ring with somebody, she's you're already saying, oh, she's going to lose the match. Well, they're pushing her now, which is great, but you guys know what I'm saying. There was a time when you knew you saw her. She was either taking, she was taking that L. You didn't have to worry about it. You knew she was losing. And at a time, it was a point where, hey, we did have the jobbers back. We did have them trying to do different things. But that went away so fast, they stopped it quick. The different camera angles. The interviews after the match. They tried, and then they just said, you know what? No, let's go back to the same old song and dance. So, again, with that, I will say I'm excited. I want things to be better for WWE. I want AEW to bring some freshness into the wrestling business. Especially the the freshness of the just the TV wrestling. TV wrestling itself. That's what needs to change. And I know it's going to take a while because people are used to seeing that WWE format. And they're not going to be familiar with a lot of those guys in AEW. But I really hope that they catch on so that we can see two, three, four years from now, five years from now, the wrestling business in a better place than it was in 2019. So when you look at, so look at 20, 2024, you say, damn, yo, wrestling is off the chain lit on TV. I remember in 2019 or 2018 when it was struggling. I remember we were seeing the same old thing. I remember when Raw was three hours and I couldn't even make it past the first hour. Hey, I said it once and I'm saying it again. When I talk about wrestling, I'm going to have something to say. I said my piece. Before I sign out, I want to give a rest in peace to Ashley Massaro and Silver King. If you want to contact, talk to me on social media, you can hit me up at Twitter at Jeff versus the world. You also go check out my Facebook page at Jeff versus the world. If you have any questions or comments, you most certainly can email me at Jeff versus the world at yahoo.com Jeff versus the world merch at T public and after that that's it that's all thank you again for listening thank you again for sharing liking commenting critiquing this what I do episode number 8 is in the books peace